Uh, hello, Basement Programmers, and welcome to the January 2023 episode of the Basement Programmer podcast. This is Tom from basementprogrammer.com, and I'm joined today by Mary Cotillo, the principal of the Blackstone Millville Regional School District uh, Middle School. Now, as always, the opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and do not necessarily represent the opinions of our employers or any other organizations we may be associated with. Uh, welcome, Mary, and thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for inviting me. I'm very happy to be here. So, uh, Mary, just for just to start off with some introductions, uh, can you give us a little bit of a background, who you are and where you came from and what brought you to being a middle school principal? Sure. So um, I have kind of a cool origin story for becoming an educator. I was working in publishing and I wasn't really sure that it was the right thing for me, but you know, I was an undergraduate English and theater major. So, and after being a theater major in college, I decided I was kind of done with that. And with an English degree, what do you do? You go into publishing. Um, I happened to be four months pregnant with my first child on 9-11. And wow. <laughs> I, yeah, I was, um, our building was being evacuated. I was standing on the corner waiting for my ride to pick me up. And I remember thinking, what am I doing with my life? And I knew that I didn't want to keep doing what I was doing. And so two months later, I took the the um, the MTELs to become a teacher. Mm -hmm. And um, I was hired without having the license. You know, the license hadn't come through yet. They hired me on a waiver, took a big took a huge chance and it definitely was what I wanted to do. I, and I wasn't really sure what grade I wanted to do either. So I got hired in middle school. I thought, let's give this a shot. And I loved it. And I've since learned that there are sort of two people in the world, two types of people in the world, middle school people and not middle school people. <laughs> <laughs> I am a middle school person. I love my middle schoolers. They make me laugh every day. They challenge me every day. They are just really, really cool people. Um, so yeah, I taught eighth grade and seventh grade English for about hmm, 13 years mm -hmm. and had an opportunity to try out administration as an assistant principal and really liked that. I made a lateral move being an assistant principal in Franklin to being an assistant mm -hmm. principal in Mansfield. And so it was, while it was the same title, uh, the Mansfield school was more than double the size of the Franklin middle school. Wow. And it also gave me some opportunities to do, I, I worked with the, um, the mentoring and induction program. And I sort of trained all of our first year teachers in Mansfield. And I also was the 504 coordinator there. So that gave me some cool visibility. I was in Mansfield for three years, gained a lot of experience there. And finally thought, you know, after six years of being an assistant, I'm ready to um, branch out and try my own school. And Blackstone was super appealing because of the size of the community. I mm -hmm. loved that it was a small, a you know, it's Blackstone Millville. So even with the two towns, the size of the middle school for the two towns is the same size as the middle school I was in in Franklin. 
Um, and mm -hmm. I really like that size. Having done the smaller middle school and the larger middle school, I really mm -hmm. appreciate the small size. Um, and yeah, so that's what brought me to Blackstone Millville. So far, so good. It's exhausting. It's a lot of new <laughs> learning for me. Um, I don't know that much can prepare you for being a principal, but, you know, at the end of the day, it comes down to just making decisions that are right for kids and wanting mm -hmm. to be there and doing the best for the kids. And so that I can do, you know, the rest like budgeting and um, school improvement planning and school committee meetings like that. I'm learning as I go, but I know, I know middle school and I love middle school. So, so far, so good. Well, that's great. As a as a member of the Blackstone Millville community, I'm uh, thrilled to have you uh, uh, helping you. with our with our middle schoolers. So um, they're awesome. So, what is it that really attracts you to the middle school uh, that that age group? I think selfishly, middle school is such a wonderful time because teachers teach for a variety of reasons. But one of the most mm -hmm. rewarding things is when you see that light bulb go on. And middle school students are really developing the ability to critically think. Mm -hmm. You know, um, they're no longer vessels that you just pour things into. And, and, you know, they're really beginning to make connections, to see things from different perspectives, and understand how things work. And so it's super, super rewarding when you ha you can see it happen, you can see a child make a realization. And that I think happens more in middle school than any other age. And honestly, if I had to identify it, I would say seventh grade is the, it's the age. In seventh grade, man, you would get light bulb moments daily from, from kids and it would be awesome. And not every kid at every time, you really have mm -hmm. to be on your game. You really have to be able to differentiate and get to know students um, I think my greatest skill in life is relationship building. Do I love English? Yes. Can I teach English? Yes. But what I really excel at is building relationships with, with kids and people. And that is what middle school is all about. That's the bread and butter of middle school. You know, you get to know the children. You, you let them know that there's nothing you can do that, that I'm, I'm not still going to like you at the end of the day. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you grow. I'm here to help you learn. And um, and I think middle schoolers desperately want to be treated like adults, even though their brains are still developing and they aren't there yet, but they mm -hmm. will respond if you talk to them like they're people and mm -hmm. give them the support they need as developing people, if that makes any sense. I don't, I just think they're the coolest um, combination of silliness and possibility. Yes, I, I, I love your answer. And as somebody who, who actually struggled th uh, in school, you know, teachers and, and uh, you know, obviously principals and administrators in the school, you make all the difference in the world. You can make a, a huge difference in a kid's life. So I, I as obviously as a former student, but also as a parent, I'm uh, in awe of everything that you, you folks do, so. We have wonderful staff at HeartNet, really, really, truly kind, caring people. I think it's a great place to be, for sure. 
Yeah, and I, along the note of struggling in school, I think if my sixth and seventh grade teachers knew what I was doing, they would pass out. <laughs> I was not a great student. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've said a couple times that it's really not, it's really kind of unfair because our group of volunteers, we come in and you know we get treated like rock stars for the day, but it's you folks that are there every day coming in and and doing the job for real and it's it's really like i said it's really all inspiring um to to view it from the outside um so hats off to you i i gotta say thank you thank you very much we appreciate that so uh last month we ran hour of code at your school uh now I've personally run Hour of Code at that school about four or five times, but it was your first experience. So what was that like yeah. for you? Oh my gosh, absolutely overwhelming. The stuff that was going on was awe-inspiring. So there are lessons happening in all of the science classrooms. All of the kids are getting, you know, people who do this for a living coming in and showing them how to code which is, you know, I think our kids are starting to learn about coding. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's working its way into the curriculum now. We have a separate class um, where students learn coding. Um, but to see people who, who do this as a career, I think, is really helpful for kids. They have a hard time conceptualizing how something they learn in school can be used in the real world. And that is, you know, that's a middle school question through and through. When am I ever going to use this, right? Every every middle schooler asks, when am I ever going to use this? So to have people who come in and can answer that question is invaluable. And then all of the demonstrations of the really cool robotics and programming and coding that really captures the kids' imagination. You know, it looks like fun and games. Here we're going to get this little robot arm to pick this thing up and go bowling. And, you know, <laughs> it's just that I think is helpful, too, because it's the um, it's the carrot that gets them to go forward and learn a little bit more. And then at the end of the day, with our deep racer extravaganza, I love whenever you can get a whole school together to experience mm -hmm. something as a community. And that was just um, wonderful chaos. <laughs> it was loud. And the kids, the high schoolers who came to run the deep racers were wonderful. And, you know, the, the guy who introduced himself is Shaggy. I, the kids are still <laughs> talking about Shaggy. So it was absolutely, not only did it, it served, it, it, it it ticked a lot of boxes, right? So there's like this entertainment factor that kids are getting out of class to see these cool tech demos. There's the educational factor. They're learning how to do some coding in class. And then there's the community building factor where you're getting everybody together to participate in this really cool science-based activity. I mean, it was just, it was phenomenal. So for the uh, for the middle school principal who's never heard of this thing called Deep Racer, how would you, how would you describe it? So first of all, um, if you are lucky enough to have a Tom in your life, um, definitely take advantage of that. That's my, that's my first piece of advice. If someone comes knocking on your door saying, hey, do you want to partner for Hour of Code? The answer should be yes. Figure out the details later. Um, so Deep Racer, as I understand it, is 
they're they're cars. They're like almost remote controlled cars. They're like these little robots. And the kids using coding program them to follow a track, program them to um to respond to certain commands on like an iPad type device or like a Kindle type device. And um, so the way it was set up in our in our gym, we had the kids in risers and we had a track set up on the floor. The track is like, imagine a tarp with, uh, like, remember those carpets you had for your kids and they would run their, their toy cars on it? Well, it'll blow that up so that uh, a car may be a foot by nine, 10 inches is running along that track. And there are barriers around it and the kids stand outside the barrier and program and have like the device in their hand telling the car what to do to make its way around the track. And the challenge of course, is you have to program it appropriately ahead of time so that when you say turn left, it actually turns left. When, it, when you say turn right, it turns right. Um, and they control the speed and they run the car around the track and they're competing for the best time. So of course the students with the middle school, so the high school students are running the cars and the middle school students are watching and learning and getting excited and hopefully wanting to do it themselves um, and cheering for the, the, the high school student that they want to win. Um, and, you know, we learned a little bit going through this the first time we had to get kids out of the risers, the lower level risers to be able to see. But that was also cool too, because then the kids aren't just part of the audience. They're on the floor too, and they're able to like talk with each other and see up close. And um, so we were kind of swapping kids in and out to come down close to be able to see. And the kids higher up in the risers had a good view. And so there was movement, which we all know is great in middle school. Um, yeah, it was, it was wild. It was lots of fun. So have you had any feedback from the students and or the, the other teachers and staff, except for, you know, yeah. uh, gee, we took over the whole school and. <laughs> well, first of all, uh, you, you guys have been doing this for a couple of years. So it was one of the things that was sold to me when I was applying. They're like, we do this really cool hour of code thing. They wow. come in and yeah, I mean, it's really this relationship is something that the school is very proud of. Um, and something that they look forward to every year and talk about and plan for. So it was something I knew I knew to expect was coming down the pike. So first of all, there's that. It's something that I think the school uses almost as like a piece of their identity. We do Hour of Code. Um, and now I forgot what the question is. Oh, just what, about the feedback from students feedback from, and yes, or staff. From staff and yeah. students. So the staff love it. You know, um, they think that the the volunteers who come in are kind and supportive and help the kids and you know nothing but positive feedback about the volunteers who come in and teach the classes. Um, they liked they you know at the end they were like so that was kind of crazy but it was cool. You know, getting the kids in the gym and cycling through the, the racers, they enjoyed it. Um, you know, it was, I think we would, we might run things a little bit differently next time, knowing how it goes, but yeah. we adapted 
and we move the kids in and out. And the teachers are great at that. I, you know, I like to say the F word in middle school, flexibility. Um, <laughs> so they, you know, they were flexible and they moved their kids. Um, so positive feedback all around from the teachers and the kids are so cute. They're like, when are we going to get to use those? When do we get to do that? Because remember, they saw the high schoolers do it. So now yeah. they are chomping at the bit to get their hands on those deep racers and to do the, the coding and get that up and running. And I know the goal, right, is to set up like a league where they can compete with other schools. So they are, they are absolutely raring to go. Can't wait to get that going. Yeah, that, that would be really cool. I, I would love to see it. And, so and if you do have those competitions, you have to invite me. <laughs> I would, uh, we absolutely will. We, uh, I just, I love the idea of a, a competition that isn't athletic, you mm. know, that's something yeah. that, you know, we've got, we have marching band in BMR, but even that you have to be coordinated for. <laughs> like, I don't know that I can do what they're doing. This is, this is a competition for the students who are more cerebral, for the ones who are, you know, using their math and science skills. And I just love that it's an opportunity to engage those kids in something outside of the schoolhouse, take them to another town and have them meet other kids and compete with other kids. So I can't wait to, to get going on that and figuring out how to make that work. So what would you say to, you know, average IT professional sitting out here who might be listening to the podcast uh, about getting involved with Hour of Code? Um, so first of all, I don't know if you guys realize how cool you are, um, but kids think you're like super, super cool that, you know, from their perspective, you come in and you like build robots, right? Yeah. You're doing all of this future work. Um, so. The kids look at you and think, you know, like there's Tony Stark. Like they think they think you guys are so super cool. So if you need an ego boost, come to middle school because we'll make you feel awesome. Um, and I do think it's nice for all of us, just like I was talking about the kids, to get outside of their community and connect with other people. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I think adults get a great sense of that too. Get giving back to something greater than themselves, connecting with something greater than themselves. And people tend to be afraid of middle schoolers, but they're just, they're going to love you. If you have an opportunity to come hang out in a school um, and show off what you do on a daily basis, you are going to walk out feeling really, really good and hopefully wanting to come back. I, I love middle school, so I'm biased, but I anticipate that you're you're going to want to come back. Well, I, I would I would second that. You know, I've like I said, I've been doing it about five or six times, uh, except for 2020 with COVID, um, and you know I keep coming back. So I I think it's one of the most rewarding things ever. Um, and also I think part of that is the the school and the staff and the and the teachers make it super. Um, you know, super well welcoming for for all of us. So it's really awesome. And I've never had a single volunteer who has walked away and said, "No, I'm never doing that again." Um, usually they're saying, <laughs> "Good, hey, hey, I, you know, let me know for next year." Um, so. Yeah. So what was your favorite That's part great. of the day? Um, you know, I think it has to be uh, middle school people. I embrace chaos. It has to be 
the deep racer at the end of the day. <laughs> um, I think I, I really love opportunities to come together as a community and experience things together. Um, you know, the students had demonstrations in their science classes, but those are all a little bit different and students had an opportunity to see the demonstrations, but everybody takes a little bit something different away from that. Having yep. a common experience in the gym with everyone gives us like uh, something common to go back to, something to remind students of. You know, when we get to the point where we're recruiting kids for our um, Deep Racer League, they're all going to know what that is. Hmm. Um, and I think it's just, I think it's just, I mean, it's just fun. It's just fun to get everybody together. Has, that has to be my favorite part. So did you end up giving any of my volunteers a detention? <laughs> <laughs> Only one. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, they were very well behaved. They did a nice job. They listened. They had safe bodies. Um, they followed the rules. No gum chewing. Raised their hands. <laughs> Please. Yes. I think we can give them some, uh, give them some accolades. Well done. Yeah. Do you have any questions of me that you'd like to ask? Well, I'm curious. So you started doing Hour of Code because were your students at HeartNet? Is that how you got started coming here? Yeah, so I have two children who are in the school district. Um, my son and daughter, they were both at Hartnett at the time. Um, I think my son was in his last year, uh, just transitioning over to the high school. He's a, he's a junior now. Um, yeah. And my daughter, her last year at Hartnett was last year. Uh, so okay. she's a she's a freshman at the at the high school. So um, and, and actually, I was asked, "Oh, gee, are you going to continue doing this uh, now that your your kids are gone to the high school, or is that all we're going to hear from you?" And I said, "Well, you know, I, hopefully, you keep doing this as long as you keep having me." So I mean, I I would love to keep. I don't want to send you over to the high school. I want to keep you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just, it really is a, a special thing that we can offer our students. You know, I don't know. It's my first experience with it, and I I would be very, very sad to see it end. So I hope you do keep coming. Yeah. Well, that's the plan. And and the, the overall objective of Hour of Code generally is to encourage students who might not otherwise think of careers in technology. Um, and so, like you, my thought was middle school is the ideal target because by the time they go to high school, they've already probably got their eyes on, you know, thoughts of what they want to do. So we can encourage middle school. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. I think that makes a lot of sense. It's wild that in middle school we're targeting kids for careers, but I think we have to start young. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, that's all the questions I have for you, uh, unless you've okay. got any more questions of me. No, I just, I want to say again to you and your team, thank you for the opportunities that you give our kids. Um, you know, we're just a little, a little school kind of out in the middle of nowhere, but we have these <laughs> really amazing opportunities to connect with the the tech world, I feel 
I feel like we're really lucky. So thank you. Thank you for doing that. Oh, thank you. I, 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 I firmly believe that the thanks is all in you because you let us take over the, uh, the school for an entire day every year. So um, I, I truly appreciate it and uh, truly appreciate how you know, welcoming, like I said, the, the, the staff has been, so. Awesome. Well, we're very happy to have you. Well, thank you very much, Mary, for agreeing to be part of the Basement Programmer podcast. Um, I will uh, get this set up and it's going to go live the beginning of January. So uh, I'll provide awesome. you with a link to it. So cool. thank you very much. It. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Happy holidays. And you as well. <laughs>